You were bad at that. <laughs> I'm bad at it because the last time I tried it, uh, well, not the last time, but one of the times I tried it, I got beer on your computer. So you should be happy that I'm bad at it. No, uh, but like <laughs> you, you were good at it that day. I was good opening at- <laughs> it. You weren't good at ho- uh, what I'm holding it far away. I'm I'm bad at it because now I'm paranoid about getting your computer wet. Yes, well, I'm glad that you didn't do that, but you did a shitty job of opening your bed. I do a shitty job of getting most things and people wet. Is just, wait, did I? Uh, can we go back? I don't, I don't want to say that out loud. I, From Clarkwoods.com, <laughs> it's this is this horribly is off topic. <laughs> Episode 67? Yes, and he's Steve. I'm Steve. And I'm Chris. <laughs> And we're drinking before noon, or or well, I technically was by like about five minutes. All right, and I now I'm mine before. And now I'm drinking uh, two minutes after noon. Yeah, so he's he's not doing a Sunday drink fest. I'm I also apparently am bad at Sunday drink fests. Yes. Is there anything else I'm bad at that you would like to tell me about right before we get started with the show? Podcast? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Aww. I'm kidding. I, really I saw am. I saw a tweet this week, and I wanted to. I wanted to. And it was like, why does your guys' show suck so much? <laughs> no, I I wanted to punch the person, except I think it was Matt Matt Oswald. Um, and he no, maybe it wasn't. It was somebody uh, being snarky, saying that yes, uh, starting a podcast is a great idea if you want to give your friends homework. <laughs> that's, basically, <laughs> that's basically that's basically what we've done because like most is. of our fans are either people that i've encountered that like have decided yeah sure i'll check that out and have stuck with it or like right. friends of mine that are just really into the show i do have to wonder at what point will somebody that i work with decide or somebody that i've taught decide to start listening to the show because they're aware, right? Um, they are aware of my Twitter feed. They're or and or they're aware of my Facebook feed. Um, the, the people I work with, not my Facebook feed so much, but uh, my Twitter feed is out there. And so I think it's only a matter of time before one of them is like, I wonder what these podcasts are like. And every episode, I think, is this the episode that they're going to tune into? But the thing is, like, I, do, do kids brown nose anymore? Because apparently not. Because no, no, my my students do not. Um, I mean, they. They praise me as a teacher. Well, praise um, you but, as a podcaster for but Christ's they don't, sake. But they don't necessarily ever they don't praise do their, me as a writer. They don't do their homework <laughs> yes. and figure out that maybe if we listen to uh, the podcast, you might look more favorably. Like, wh- which class could I require them to, to listen to the podcast for? I'm, I'm trying to think about that. We'd have to actually talk about something significant something to significant. what you were freaking Yeah, well, to. I mean, so I teach it. <laughs> Ooh. That was a good one. That was good. Yeah, uh, the, you know, I teach fiction, I teach uh, freshman writing, and I teach a course on um, on internships and and therefore entering into the workplace for uh, for creative people for, for for people in the humanities. So I guess maybe I could I could say, hey, all of you who are like looking for a job after this class in that in that humanities course, you should you should look into podcasting because this is where the money's at. What? What see I'm I'm gonna we're gonna do a little inside baseball right inside the baseball. What you want me to get way too excited when, we, when I, I say something? I that, know we're gonna get a little inside. Ba- I need a jingle for everything. I need a little. Should I open the, like maybe on episode 100? I'll open that bottle open of scotch. A, oh, I don't know. We, we got we gotta have some. You gotta have some special guests for that. I don't feel like. I mean, you could just have a couple of people, but I feel like that's the sort of thing you get a, bo- a nice bottle of scotch and you just you know have I a whole bunch. I don't want you guys to drink all my fucking scotch. <laughs> 
Okay. So you can just crack it open and you're like we get like this tiny thimble full. You're like uh, no, I'm saying we each get a small glass full. Or are you gonna do the 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 um uh not George Widmore? What the hell is his name? Uh, Mr. Widmore from from Lost, who you know pours it into the glass and shows it to Desmond and then says. You know that that this single swallow is worth more than you could make in a month. And I thought like the, to the waste it on you would be a disgrace to the man who made it. All right. So like what I noticed in in that scene, I thought what he poured was a, a glass of Cuddy Sark, which is not necessarily a good liquor. <laughs> no, he pours a glass of a sixty sixty I mean, if, year McCutcheon. I if, think is oh, it was the McCutcheon. Okay, the but there McCutcheon. was some Cuddy Sark nearby. There might have been, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think Cuddy Flam is a little bit better. Hmm. I'm trying not to kill the joke by saying anything. It's not a joke. Oh. Cuddy Flam? Yes. It's Cuddy Flam. Like, what's Cuddy Flam? Uh, you're going to have to find out some other out. time. All right. Um. But that, <laughs> that reference was a... because It's not a booze. Uh, it is a reason to drink. It is a reason <laughs> to drink. And here we go. Uh. Um, so did we get the, did we eventually get inside baseball? Oh yeah. I want, what what we need to do is we need to. I think it would hurt to get inside a baseball. I mean, I think a football, maybe a basketball, maybe, but to get inside a baseball, I mean, unless you really have a pencil dick, uh, you know, like just to get inside a baseball would not be comfortable. You have no idea when you started on that train of thought, how badly I rolled my eyes. Those of you out there. I do. They do. Those of you out there. I'm like, you need to stop. I was hoping you would with the eye roll, but you didn't. No. That's good, though. But I'm uh, immune to eye rolls. What we need to do is... I teach college students. We need to do a live podcast. We need to... A live show. We need to do it more than once. We need to try to do... Because, like, the the way we, we need to get people to be aware as to do live shows. is do a live show and even if no one shows up for the first couple of them like mm-hmm. we need we need just to do it and then like people will be like oh this podcast and just you know make a flyer that says we're awesome or that something one didn't seem so good no it wasn't <laughs> we just make a flyer that says we're awesome and then yeah. people will actually think that, that we are and then maybe they'll show up and listen and then you know snowballs into Listeners, yeah. Well, where's the venue for this? Is, is I don't know. We, yeah. we this that's that's more inside. That's than that we is more want to talk is about very inside the baseball. Yes, like with inside, your pencil dick in, inside the devil inside Mrs. Jones or Miss Jones, <laughs> right? Isn't that the devil? Isn't it yeah, Miss Jones? That was I, I, that that was one of the pornos my dad had. <laughs> I remember. Okay. I think my dad had it too, but when, I'm not sure. When Peggy was away, I was sort of like, I was on a, I was on a tear trying to look for. Oh, for the, like the classic porn. The, the classic that, porn that like my dad had. Like oh, I was looking online that's a, for. That's it. a good adventure. Yeah, and it, it, I, I hit so many. Ro- like there was this one, <laughs> and I think it was the first one I ever like jerked off to. Yeah. Ever in my life. Oh. And it was called. Uh, uh, what the hell was it? Uh, Revenge of the no, it wasn't Revenge of the Babes. It was something. It might have been Revenge of <laughs> Revenge the Revenge of the Babes. And it, was it wasn't Revenge Curse of the, of the Queer Wolf. No, actually, I've never seen that. I don't, I don't think it's a porno. I think it's a like a B horror B B horror horror B movie. It was. It was. I think it was called Revenge of the Babes mm-hmm. to the Babes Are Back or something like that. Okay. And it had this like really terrible like like theme song. 
What were the babes getting revenge for? I don't know, but okay. it, the, most of the... At some point for during... For being sexualized and, and uh, treated like objects? Well, it starts objectified. off with this just woman taking a shower for a really long time, mm-hmm. and then like these two guys are just sitting there jerking off to... To her taking to a her, shower. To her taking a shower. But they're two separate scenes, so... Okay. But they're just like sitting next to each other jerking off, and I found this really odd. So I, mm. I think I only watched that scene once. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the homoerotic tendencies going on there were a little bit... Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. like even, even at that age, I think it was like 11 or something yeah. like that, I'm like... Yeah, I don't know if I'm into dudes like stroking. Yeah, I don't know other. if I like that. So yeah, I mean, you know, somebody out there is. Yeah, someone for somebody is. out there was like that. This is my scene. Yeah, yeah, like I could just, you know, I wish the the girl showering wasn't wasn't there. there. Yeah, I just want to see the two guys stroking. Yeah. So uh, then, like, there was a lesbian scene at the end. I think that was mm-hmm. my favorite one. Yeah. 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 I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody loves lesbians. I'm just saying. I think I've told the story before that that. Uh, one of the except for religious people, apparently. Yeah, really well, religious, religious people don't like anybody. Except for well, actually, except no, for they Jesus, probably... who liked everybody. Yes. <laughs> we won't get into that today. Um, but yeah, I could not find you could the, not find the Revenge of the Babes too, or uh, whatever the hell it was called. I don't know if I I don't know that I've gone down that particular rabbit hole. I know that the name of one of the one one of the first ones I ever saw was uh, Getting Lucky. Or getting lucky, there was there was a G on there. Getting lucky, I think, was the name of it, and I think it took place at a at a party, maybe like a house party. Um, and I want to say that like the last scene had uh, Marilyn Chambers in it, maybe. Wow, that was like the connection to some of the other stuff. And I think the second one I ever watched was Insatiable Two with Marilyn Chambers. So maybe my dad had, had a, a thing for had Marilyn, a Marilyn Chambers. Chambers thing. I don't. I, I, I'm gonna have to look her up. Uh, maybe not on my phone. Marilyn Chambers. Um, oh, she was the she was the one who um, was on the box of like the Downy, uh, like the Down, Downy. No, like deter, like a detergent box. Like she had been a, a traditional model. Um, that was the thing with Marilyn Chambers. I thought Downy had like Down syndrome kids on it. No. <laughs> Very PC. Very PC of you to... <laughs> to, say, to say Down Syndrome and not say... Yes. Slow kids. <laughs> my boss... I'm not going to get... My, I, my former boss had a, had a son with, with Downs. Um, I, have, I have family that has Down Syndrome. And it's so, one of those things... Or a, a family member, not like an entire part of my family It's has one Down of those syndrome. things that like Tom Brady does a... Um, well, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We don't, we don't want to talk about Tom Brady yet. Yeah, we'll wait till the end. For the end of the show. Um, but wait, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady has Down Syndrome? No, but he has um, a cherry. He has such an white... amazing hair for somebody with an extra chromosome. <laughs> that wasn't so wrong. That would be... <laughs> oh, what an episode title that would be. <laughs> oh, did I just break you? Just like people break the internet. All right, so Tom Brady has, um, I think it's called the Buddies Challenge, or Best Buddies Challenge. So he has a um, a charity bicycling ride. Um, yeah, we, we had talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. So I, that was one of those things that I've always thought about doing. And now that I have a bicycle, I think maybe I should. Because, um, you know, I, I really like, I that boss and I were very close. And, and that he had that son uh, who had to go through, or ha- is still going through, uh, Coping with Downs, I was just like, I'd like to. You know, do they? Do, can they take away that. that chromosome, and then all of a sudden so. you become like a genius, like that? Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, the one where like we had the little mouse. Um, 
what's his butt was it michael jackson no ben <laughs> not, not, not <laughs> little ben or ben is it, is it ben i think ben was the name of his mouse no ben was the name of his bear wasn't Ben the name of his? Didn't he have a mouse? He had a, like a mouse who was I a don't pet. Think, I remember no, from like that TV bear movie with pet. Angela Bassett. No, it was a bear. Was he had a mouse ben. too. He had a mouse. It was Ben. Okay. What? I mean, it was a bear. He had a mouse. I'm just saying. Fuck you. No. <laughs> um, what were you asking me? I don't know. What was I asking you? <laughs> um, oh, you were asking about like if you got rid of the extra chromosome that gets oh, yeah. Down syndrome, would you be a genius? Yes. Like that guy in that movie. There was a made-for-TV movie. It wasn't, was it the same Foul, guy? Flowers for, for Algernon. Oh, okay. But it yeah. was also a book, right? It was a book, yes. Um, I don't know. Or was it a short story? I don't know. Uh, that's a, You know, that's a good question. It, it might have been... Being a short story connoisseur I, as yourself. I should know, but... Um, but yeah, he, he like gets like some sort of like surgery and becomes like... No, he, he takes some sort of medicine and becomes like a genius, but then like it's killing him. Yeah, and then it starts to... Either he start, stops taking it or it starts to degrade and, and then... I think it's a novel. It's something longer because it starts off with him... With him writing uh in the with the whatever um challenge he's dealing with and then as he starts taking whatever therapy it is it gets a little bit better uh his language becomes more um more uh standard and then as it starts to fail on him it goes back and he degrades as he starts to die really (laughs) really where did that one come from just just appeared here. Steve didn't leave the leave the table while I ran. That's, it's a good I thing. ran fast this time. <laughs> it's a good thing sometimes that I can just go on and on. That's that's why I was like, and this on. is the opportunity is for the, me. Get him talking about a story. Get him talking about uh, flowers for Algernon, <laughs> which I, I don't even. I don't actually all think well. like for for those of you out there that that think I'm a complete moron. <laughs> I don't actually think that removing the extra chromosome from I don't no. know how they would do that with like pliers. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that would actually I don't think work. That's the way it would work. Yeah. Um, the. I mean, but. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's right. any. I, you had to think about it. Yeah, that, yeah, probably won't work. <laughs> no. no, I was trying to find a different place to go with this conversation, and I don't think there's anywhere we, we can just, go. We could just that, slam on the brakes and look that, at the list. What else we got here? Um, well, let's just say like. Um, I have, uh, I've never met that kid with the, with the Downs. Um, I've met my aunt kid. who has Downs in her. Yeah. Um, Several times. <clears throat> but I've always wanted to do that, that bike ride. And, and I've always wondered, um, no, I was trying to make a damn transition about going to kids' birthday parties and, and what. Is that where we're starting that, with? That's where I was going. That's where I was going. I was like, I've never been to that yeah, kid's birthday Yeah, I went to a kid's parties. birthday party yesterday. All right. <laughs> yeah. And neither of them had Down syndrome. All right. Congratulations to them. Yes. There's the transition. I guess. That's the joke. That's uh, as such as it is. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. Like they 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 sort of like because they're they're they understand that, you know, they have friends that Mm -hmm. have children. Yeah. And they have friends that don't have children, but they all, you know, would like to help celebrate because it was it was the I don't know if they want me to mention names, so I won't. Yeah. Um, it was the daughter's first birthday, and she's okay. very adorable, and she was wearing a little fox dress, and she's mm-hmm. just, you know, she's being really cute. And yeah. And she wasn't, you know, she's not she's not a baby that cries a lot, so it, mm-hmm. was, it was cool, and 
And then so there was a like a party earlier where there was baby having people or children having people. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we came for both of them because we were helping mm-hmm. a couple of things and we picked up some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. At the store for, uh, for the party. So we, we came from both parts. But, you know, the first half, it was just like we were in a, yeah, little a small little cluster away from little kids. Yeah. And then as, as kids started to go away, uh, a fire was built. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we sat around the fire and drank beers like, you know. Like adults do. Yeah. Because that's what adults do, I and, guess. And the, But, like, at closer to the end of the evening, like, uh, their, their older child is about four. Okay. And getting him to go to bed mm. was just like I mean I, I didn't I didn't have to experience it because that happened yeah. inside and we were all you know dazed by flickering flames and and by liquor and by liquor as well. Yeah. So we were just like you know snuggled up next to a fire and mm-hmm. then you know in, inside uh, Becky's friend is uh, trying to get her child to yeah. go to sleep and I like it's a. I don't understand, yeah. like, at what point, because, like, because we were talking about it at the fire, and I'm like, I, like, I'm tired now. If, like, if if, if I had the opportunity to go to bed right now, mm-hmm. like, if there was, like, a bed, like, a guest room that we yeah. could just go in, I'd, I'd be, like, down yeah. for, for sleeping for right sleeping. now. And uh, I sort of dozed off on the drive home. I didn't drive. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope you weren't driving. No. Uh, but, yeah, it was... Um, I, I just I love sleeping now, and I I suck at it because mm. like once I'm awake, I'm terrible at it myself. When I like I'm great at getting to sleep, but like staying asleep, it's not it's not as uh, easy for me. Yeah. So I'll be like you know I'll be out like a light, and then I'll wake up at like two thirty in the morning, and I'll have to pee, and I'll get up, and it'll be it'll take me like a good hour to get back to sleep, and I'll yeah. be up in a couple of hours anyways to go to work. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh. and like today we actually slept until seven. Ooh, it's like. And that's sleeping in. I, yeah, it is because I normally get up at like five. Hmm. And that's so that's when my body wants to get up. And this whole time change. Yeah. Oh God, this week really fucked me up. And it's like, uh, but we're not in daylight savings times anymore. Right. Yeah. Now this we're is the in time we're in regular time. time. Yeah. And it gets dark so damn early, mm-hmm. and it gets light out too early. Yeah. I'm like. Why don't we just always be in daylight savings time? Yeah, that would make sense. Because, like, if it's if it gets darker later, mm-hmm. and the dawn happens early, or le- le- the dawn happens later as yeah. well. Right, right, right. Then, like, you know, on a Saturday or a Sunday, when I want to sleep in a little bit, and we may or may not have had the 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 darkening shades close completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I might be able to catch an extra couple of Z's. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I the daylight, I mean, I have friends who have way more uh, educated opinions about it than I do. I, I hate the transition, most of all. And and I had I had a rough week for other reasons we won't get into because they're not boring. We tried, Did you we sit tried. on some sandpaper? <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I, every time I do it, I think it's going to be it's going to be a little bit more pleasant than, than bare, the time before. Bare bottom. Bare bottom sandpaper. Sandpaper sitting. Sandpaper on my bare bottom. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw it. I saw it in a porno that was in my dad's closet once. No. <laughs> that had a lot of porno. <laughs> 
My dad had a couple, but like he had like three tapes. Your dad had way more than three tapes. <laughs> I, he had it on Betamax, didn't he? I I don't remember the Betamax, but it's possible. I think I he know. had a beta. He had, he definitely had a beta. Like I, I had. Wanna, I don't want to say VCR because that's not what. It, well, yeah. Uh, well, is it a VCR? It is a VCR. Yeah, right? it's I mean, a VCR video. because V. It's the they are both VCRs, which is video cassette recorder. But VHS was VHS the, was the video home system, and then Beta was the Beta. Yeah. whatever. Um. So yeah, it was a Beta. Yeah, video he, a, he did VCR. A, I I don't know that I should be outing my dad uh, for having a lot of porn, but <laughs> he definitely did. He did. And, you know, I think your brother may have, <laughs> the Apple may have not have fallen far from the truth. <laughs> or know you, because you had a subscription to Playboy. So. I, and I had, I had a whole, I had a whole hard drive of stuff. Back in the day when, like, Kazaa and then, like, those sorts of things were, like, were the, you know, that's where you got all, all your movies, all your music, all your, all your porn. Like, I had a whole hard drive. And then, um, as we were starting to, have cho- to get it back to the the kids and getting them to sleep and like as we were starting to have kids Here, around, watch this porn uh, no oh. like the the I, issue became you're like no I wouldn't have done no. that of course you wouldn't have done that <laughs> um, but the issue became like as we were even starting to think about it like yes this stuff is all in a like folder within a folder of a hard drive and still to this day my com- my kids don't really know how to navigate a regular computer but like there was always the chance that like that corner of my hard drive was going to be like the dresser drawer of my dad's that like my kids were going to find the porn but of course now the issue is unless unless your parental controls are are just absolutely lock solid What's the expression? Rock, rock, rock solid. Rock solid. Lock solid. Lock rock, solid. Lock rock. solid and rock stocking. Unless they're rock solid, the kids are. If when the kids want to find the porn, they're going to find the porn on the internet. Like it's just going to happen. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to need to look at what you have. Right, and that, and then of course then you know there. So there was a small transition period there where I didn't have I didn't have any porn. I didn't have access to any porn because uh, I deleted all the stuff that I had collected over the years uh, on the hard drive and. I didn't either I didn't know or I didn't I was too busy to navigate to the various sites on the internet um, and then once the various sites on the internet became uh, sort of so full of free stuff you know your uh, your every variation on YouTube that like <laughs> that includes the word porn or skin or red or whatever somewhere um, once those became you know there there's no need to have a big uh, dresser drawer or section of your hard drive but i i yeah the apple didn't fall far from the tree there i had way too much of it i think the last time i bought like any sort of actual physical uh pornographic material Mm. i think was when i moved first moved to north carolina so how long ago was that that was uh 2008 yeah yeah that's i at least that far i don't think i because I think I just bought a, I think I bought a DVD. In, well, no, I bought a magazine that had a DVD in it. Yeah, I I don't think I I don't think I've ever bought anything since 2006 when my first kid was born. I think since then it would probably have just been seeking something out online if necessary. Yeah, I don't think I've bought anything. So it's been at least that long. Um, but but like, what do you like? Uh, do do your girls not want to go to bed at night? Or yeah, I mean that's so. Um, bringing it back to not bringing porn it back for a to second. Not porn, yeah, no, um, they don't want to go to. Well, Melody's my younger daughter, and she will go to bed 
um, most nights without prompting when she gets tired. Like she she knows when she's tired. Um, she might have her iPad and be watching a, watching a movie or watching a little clip on YouTube or something. Um, but she will just get herself to sleep. But Kaylee, partial the older daughter, partially because she's she's gotten acclimated to it, needs a story. Um, she needs to have her back rubbed. Like she's had it since she was a since she was a baby. Um, and she just she's a creature of habit and cannot get to sleep without it, with rare exception. Okay. Me- Melody, like if you if you read her a story, if you if you rub her back, great, but she'll go to sleep anyway. Yeah. And she also wakes up on her own at pretty much the same time all the time. Uh, and I think it's I think I really do think that's kind of classic uh, second kid syndrome. Like the, they they learn to fend for themselves way sooner than than first children, which I am, or, or maybe, I don't know about you. I don't know if well, you can speak I, I'm to the, only children. I'm only, so um, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I, I don't think I got much of story reading or yeah. like coddling or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of. it takes, it takes a while for Kaylee to get to, I like last night she was still goofing around on her iPad until like quarter past nine. And she like, I was like, it's time to go to bed. And she's like, all right, you gonna read me a story. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it could be like 10 o'clock on the week on like Friday or Saturday and she's still not ready to go to bed. And when I tell her it's time to go to bed, she still needs the story and the back rub. And like it doesn't it doesn't even, you know, it could be like a 30 second back or shoulder rub. And and sometimes that's enough. And then sometimes I could rub her back for like five minutes and she's still like, like when I get up to leave, she's like, ah, it's it's aggravating. Um, in that way that I can imagine it was aggravating for you, for, for, uh, is it Becky's friend who's the mother or, okay. So Becky's friend who was, who had to go in and get the kid to sleep. Like, yeah, when you have to do that, it's, um, I told a story last night that I I had completely forgotten about. Mm. And I I think I used it in my, my up for a bit and it's, it's, it's 100% true, which is makes it better. Okay. Better. We're we're sitting around the fire and, uh, there's. People were talking about times where they got sick. Okay. And I was telling the story about uh, it was when I was going to school out in North Adams, mm-hmm. and I might have done this like on the on the on the time that I saw you. Yeah, because okay. I, I had to fill a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, a lot more time than I was used to because usually I get five minutes and, and get the hook. Right, right. But this time I had like in between fifteen and twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and because I was. Uh, but I, I mean, I was still opening. I think Sam did a little bit. He did, yeah, he did a little bit. But yeah, then, but then I, he had, he brought me up first, so I was I wasn't necessarily because he, well, he was the host, so I was the opener. And right, right. Yeah. I forgot how the dynamic of, of stand up <laughs> worked. Um, and uh, yeah, so I uh, I I was at, we we pregamed a lot, mm-hmm. which uh, for those of you who are, aren't into alcohol at all, that's when you <laughs> drink before you go out and drink, right. Now, at this particular instance, we pre-gra- we pre-game- pre 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 gamed we pre gamed a little bit too much, which basically <laughs> turned into we drank a shit ton, yes, and then decided to. This go is out. the time you got sick, not pre gaming before the uh, the stand up show. Pre gaming before the stand up show, I didn't get never got sick on a stand up show. Okay, right. No, I I so I wasn't following. No, yeah, no, because no, I was I'm, drinking. No, no, no. I'm talking back into. Oh, so we're back. back yeah, in now time. we're back in time. We're back in time. We pre gamed before going out. Yeah. 
And uh, we're at the bar, and it was called the Brick House. Uh, there's actually one in in the town that I live in now mm. called the Brick House, but yeah. it's not it's not as gross or as sketchy. And <laughs> the Brick House in in North Adams no longer exists, right? Probably because they would let in eighteen uh, year olds to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, which that is can, why that it was, can hurt. which is which is why it was always crowded. Right, right, and yeah. And so we go there. I order a drink. I drink it all. And I've realized that the the drink that I've just drunk mm. <laughs> was the one too many. Oh. Now, as I had mentioned earlier, yep. there's lots of 18-year-olds in there. Mm-hmm. So basically, there's a sea of people in between myself and the door. So getting outside is sort of out of the question. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, the ladies' room was busted. Oh, jeez. So there was a really long line for the men's room right. com- comprised of ladies. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was out of the question. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, ah. Uh, and my option was I had an empty glass. Oh, no. And a small, really secluded <laughs> area of the bar that no one was there. Yep. So I placed my bottom lip onto the glass. Yep. And I sort of did like a stealth puke. I, I puked into the glass. Yep. I filled it, and I felt better. <laughs> I'm afraid of where this story goes next. But now I have a new problem. You have a glass of puke. I have, I have a glass of vomit. <laughs> I, again, can't go outside, can't really get into the men's room mm. to dump it out. Um, but yeah, there is a bar over there, which I walked backwards <laughs> oh, no. up to. And I placed on there and then walked away. Yeah. And then hopefully, or not hopefully, depending on which kind of person you are, <laughs> somebody drank it. <laughs> but you have no proof one way or the other. Of, no. Okay. Because I think we left shortly after that. Yeah. Well, because you'd had the one too many. Yes. Yeah. It's like, so let's get out of here before you actually have to puke again. Before you have to puke again, yeah. Um, the... The question that arose in my mind while you were telling that story is when you've got the busted ladies room and now you've got a co-ed line for the men's room. Like, how does that do the ladies take precedent or like it was a one stall? Oh, so so it was one stall. I was I was there wasn't like a urinal. I don't think Or if there was there. Yeah, I don't think there was. I think it was just the toilet. Okay, so, yeah, it. It, it, it was just one person at a time, I guess. I was like, what? I, that's one of those bar questions, or like just public place questions that I wonder about is like, if you if all that's left is the men's room, like, do the dudes just stick to the urinals and like the ladies go past the dudes going to the urinals and they go into the, into I, the I just really or? hope that I'm never at a at a sketchy crappy <laughs> bar and have to take a shit. And you, and you accidentally walk into two people, like somebody getting a blowjob. No, that's not where I was going with that. I just don't want to have to poop. In I don't like pooping in public anyway. Okay, yeah. Especially you're, not in a you're place. You're like Finch from, from American Pie in that way. No, but like I'll, I'll build the, the little nest. Okay. And I'll try to... Well, he did that when, 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 the, when they pranked him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, did you ever like in high school like run because you lived relatively nearby? Did you ever like run back to you like I cannot shit no, here? No, I, I definitely shit at school. Okay. I mean, right. like not often. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I I would. I'm a lot more regular now than I than I was when I was mm. growing up. Yeah, I, I usually am. I'll, I'll get up. I'll have my breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, sit and play Treasure Cruise I, on the I, toilet yes. until I poop, and then I will. You know, I, you know with the treasure I'll cruise, take a shower and then yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, with the treasure cruise thing that's the week. I, you know, I almost, 
I just to see what would happen because I know that you said you delete them. I I wanted to try the 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 Twitter style quote tweet function just to like repost it and see what would happen when you deleted it. Would my quoted tweet then disappear or um, you you haven't found one yet, have you? Dave got me the other day. No, no, no. I, I saw one. I was there. You know, I, and there was one this morning I saw. And, and I was like, oh, I guess Steve's up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess Steve's uh, taking a crap. Um, well, I didn't go that far. No, I, think I, was I, I wasn't imagining you, know, I think I was you right on the here. toilet. Okay. I got pointed at the couch. <laughs> um, so, it, like, you mentioned um, that you were ready for, you were ready if there were a bed there. At the party, you would just like crash. Well, you know, and, I, and I, that you did crash in, in the car. Like the, the, I did crash in the car, and the moment we got home, I was I was pretty much out. Were you always like that? Were you, you know, were you always a an, an early early to bed kind of guy? No, like back in the day, like we would uh, like I, I used to work second shift. Yeah, so I'd get out of work either at ten or at midnight, mm-hmm. and so and your brother would get out at like he worked a, a different kind of second shift and he would right. get out at two in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I would like get out is of this work. around like 1999, 2000. Yeah. When we, th- this is why we went to that early showing of the Phantom Menace. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Cause we got out of work and you were like, I got tickets. Yeah. And, and yeah. Then, something like that. And, and I, I stayed up or I like took a little nap or whatever. Yeah. But the, yeah. that was our normal hours. Right. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah, he got out of work. Like he would get out of. I would go. I would get out of work. I would go to where he worked and just hang out with him yeah. for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then he'd get out, and then we'd go and do whatever. We'd go right, to right. Denny's in Nashua, and <laughs> I would chain smoke, and we'd drink coffee, and and I'd have the worst breath ever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was. And then I'd get home at like five or six in the morning. Mm. I'd go to bed and I'd wake up like at two. And then I, I think I'd have to be at work at three thirty. And yeah, yeah. Do you ever watch any TV late nights? Um, in those days, Th- those, those days? days not really because yeah. like I didn't like I had. Yeah, I had the rabbit ears in do. my room, mm-hmm. but I didn't have cable in my room because okay. uh, yeah. I was still living. Well, you know, I was living at home for quite some time after right, that. Right. Um. Yeah, and I, I had I didn't have cable in my room, so it was just like, eh. And so I never watched TV. I would watch either movies or play video games uh, up until late. Mm-hmm. And then uh, by the time, like, if I heard my my dad getting up, I'd be like, oh, I guess it's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good signal. But um, yeah, I used to, I used to be the exact opposite of what I of am what now. you are now. Yeah, um, like, I, I, like I love sleeping when it's dark out now. <laughs> right. Well, see, so I was never a um, I was never a night. Uh, night person and um, some this, this is all part of my ham-fisted transition there I, it almost worked and I and I but I you I've just been, brought it up yeah. I've been drinking so I just I brought up the the fourth was feeling self-conscious it's um, okay so I was never I was never I never stayed up late enough to watch things like SNL um, I think and, I did when I was like around the time when it was the cast that i liked yeah so i saw there's a lot of controversy so we're recording this on sunday last night donald trump was the guest host on snl and there was a lot of back and forth in my twitter stream about how awful the episode was um and i saw uh, john golson who is um among other things a uh, a comic book uh critic um he uh, or just general pop culture critic he had this great tweet um 
that now, of course, I cannot find. Oh, yes. Uh, SNL sucks now has basically been repeated every year since 1980. And then Golson goes on to basically talk about um, the fact that, you know, you ha- everyone has their cast. And then the next cast sucks because it's replaced their cast. And and I wanted to know, now that you mentioned it, like, what is your cast? Well, I think... I, I think- the the one that's the best for certain people is the, mm. the one that's like when you are able to start staying up that late right. to watch it. Yeah. And so for for me that was like around nineteen ninety one, ninety two. Okay. Because uh I was in like sixth or seventh grade, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And that was um Mike Myers, yeah. Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, uh Chris okay. Farley. Yeah. Was it Chris Farley? Um did you say Chris Farley? Yeah. No, you did not say him twice. You, no, you did not say him twice. Okay. Uh, David Spade. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Nealon was the the host of Weekend Update at the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like you know I love Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Like more as a as the host of Weekend Update. Like after like the Norm Macdonald uh, years, and like I think Colin Quinn is like fantastic as a stand-up, mm. but I th- I did not think he was great for Weekend Update. Yeah, like yeah. after Norm got, yeah, banned. that would be uh, Colin Quinn on. I I don't know if I ever saw any of those, but that's a he's weird. too much of like he 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 stutters a little bit too much to be mm. a quote-unquote newsman news anchor. Yeah, yeah. So it did it didn't work. Yeah. As much, but like he's really funny, and I think I think he's one of the most hilarious people on the planet. But for whatever reason, it didn't. He didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for me there. And I think that's around the time where I was like starting to fall off. Yeah. So yeah. It, those are the years that I was like, that I was like watching. A, that seemed for me. I mean, I know we we we've, we've talked often about the fact there's a two year age difference, but that seems like a fairly canonical, like very fairly good. Um, representation of the stuff that I like when I look back on it, but but kind of more on the cusp there because, like I have, um, and I should mention I'll probably try to throw this in the show notes. There was a great episode of a podcast called The Incomparable where they did their own draft of. Um, uh, they do this from time to time. Uh, they drafted their perfect SNL cast. And so they had like five or six people and they went around the table and they said, all right, I'm taking so-and-so and I'm taking so-and-so. I'll try to find that episode and put it in the show notes. Okay. Um, I don't have, like I said, because I didn't stay up, I don't have a definitive group of people that I like, <sighs> but I definitely have some people that I don't like. And this week in class, I, I outed myself as a as not a David Spade fan because I was. we were talking about... Um, Disney movies, because uh, we're reading this book about Pixar. Um, and he was in that Emperor's New Queen. Yeah, and I was like, I just can't abide. Well, that was just a bad movie. Well, the, but the students... Now, see, here's the thing. So they are of a different generation. So they... A lot of them really stood up to defend Emperor's New Groove, not necessarily because of David Spade, not even because of John Goodman, but there was some other character in there that they claimed that the movie was really about him. And it's it's really interesting to see them because I for a lot a lot of them the Disney's down period is the movies that they all grew up with. So Disney had a sorry I'll get back to SNL in a second, but Disney had a like great period in from like 1989 to 1994 that was the Little Mermaid. Made till uh, till about the Lion King, yeah. And, well, and after the Lion, what was that? I mean, the Lion King. The Lion King. You've got like Pocahontas and the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's that. I never, I've never seen those two. Yeah, 
Um, and then, then it starts to get really dicey, including The Emperor's New Groove. And it's basically, they don't have a number one movie from 1994 when The Lion King comes out until 2010, I think, when Tangled comes out. So there's this big, long gap of, of Disney that's movies. Like, that's that are, that's subtracting Pixar from the equation. Yeah, no, yeah. So we're talking like Disney feature animation. Anyway, so I outed myself as not a... Um, as not a Pixar fan. I'm sorry, not a uh, not a David Spade fan. And um, he was well, like in movies like Tommy Boy and mm. uh, and Black Sheep. Yeah, he was a good foil for right. Farley. Yeah, and 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 like I, where do we stand? I, where do you stand on Adam Sandler films in general? Um, the first couple, I was a big fan, like yeah. Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore. Mm. Um, up until a, probably about The Wedding Singer. Yeah, I was like, you know, this this is cute, but then. Things right. like Little Nicky, and I didn't yeah. like The Water Boy, even though a lot of people do. Right, right. Um, although, if if Little Nicky is on, I will watch it for how bad it is. <laughs> and occasionally, I'll just sit and watch a bad Adam Sandler. Well, <laughs> any of the ones that have been basically, yeah, it's just basically saying. I watch a bad movie that has Adam Sandler in it. Yeah, bad Adam Sandler film is redundant. Although, like the what was it? Funny People, I, the mm. Apatow movie. I liked that. I did like. I, it was, I've it only, was a little bit long for me. It's a little bit long. I've only watched it once, but I do remember liking it. Yeah. So, like, but that isn't a Sandler movie because right, it right. like he has like these Happy Madison productions and yeah. I think uh, like if you look it up, uh, I think it was on one of the Half in the Bag episodes mm. that uh, that. Uh, Jay and Mike were talking about um, how there's like a weird conspiracy with. Adam oh Sandler yes, we've movies. mentioned this. Yeah, no. So I yeah, I think it was actually on on the half in the bag that was Jack and Jill. So check that out. I yeah. think it's, they they have it on their website, Red Letter Media, or I think that their YouTube channel has yeah. it on there too. Um, I see. So in terms of Spade and Sandler, movies, I like, like Sandler. I liked him on, on Saturday Night Live because he was like you know again he worked well with with Farley. Yeah. Who was just basically you know like Hartman and Farley mm-hmm. were like fantastic yeah yeah and that i feel like that's a combo that i i missed out on for whatever reason i was being a hoity-toity college i mean student I, I like mike myers yeah. he was uh, he was there too but like like phil hartman just had this great like mm. straight man yeah yeah like delivery and you know he was he was really good in most of the things that he did and right. it was like like one of the biggest blows to the simpsons that ever mm-hmm. happened was when you know his wife killed him yeah because like they were like we we've just lost like really great characters yeah because yeah. like uh lionel hutz troy mm-hmm. mcclure yeah uh, yeah all the all, all the hartman stuff was gone yeah like and it's not like they could have like they didn't want to replace him right right and you could tell that uh the folks at futurama wrote mm. Zap Brannigan for Hartman. Yeah, yeah. Because like it, it just it just screamed like and it's in Billy West, you know, to his credit, did a sort of homage yeah, to yeah. him because he 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 kind of knew that mm. that was who it was for, so he he did his best Hartman, I think. Right, his best when Hartman, he when yeah. he was uh doing that character. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can pick out individual people, but then I can't from the SNL cast, but I can't imagine because I didn't watch a ton of SNL, whether I like them because they were great individually, maybe if they were great in movies later on. Like, I like Hartman, um, uh, but I don't know if that's necessarily because I like uh, saw enough of his 
his work on SNL to to say that. And you know, not like Eddie Murphy, you know, but how long was he on there? And he wasn't I, on for that long. Yeah. I don't think because like, um, he 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 got movies and then he was yeah he was out, out of there. there. I think um, that's when like when Lorne Michaels started like. Having like, hey, you have to be here for X amount of years if you're going to yeah. be a cast member or something like yep. that. And then you get people like Tim Meadows that were there for forever. Yeah. There was a great, I don't know if it was on VH1 or whatever. I feel like earlier this year I watched it. It was like a three or four part series that went through the entire history of the show going from cast to cast until, I don't know if, I don't know if it went as far as 2014, but there was, but there was a, like, you know, like the, the early nineties stuff, like mm. a lot of people really like, and, yeah. you know, some people like, like you said, will say that this is the worst cast that ever happened. Right. Blah, blah, and blah. yeah. And who knows? I mean, there's somebody, somebody out there right now who like, this is the cast that they, they got into it with. Yeah. And so therefore, yeah. But like, I mean, a lot of people will say that like in the mid eighties, mm. like with, in, like I think after Murphy left, it was like yeah. Joe Piscopo. And yeah, like well, because there was when some... Lauren was gone, and and Dick Ebersol from uh, NBC. Uh, I think Dick Ebersol was mostly an NBC sports guy, but they brought him on, and I think there's a couple years where he's in charge. Yeah, and then there's there's just the I think when Lovett started was when things mm. started healing. Yeah, and then uh, and then you know Hartman, and then just like. It started building back up in the early yeah. 90s or late 80s, early 90s. And then it, uh, I don't know, after, but there, there's a lot of people that really like the the early 2000s stuff. Yeah, there's, like, there's people that I really like out of those casts, but I didn't really like Saturday Night Live at that time. Yeah. Like, I love Tina Fey. Right. Will Ferrell's good sometimes. Yeah, I, I have a very complicated feeling about Will Ferrell. Um, Tracy Morgan is just bonkers yes and and if you if you can point tracy morgan is bonkers because if you can point bonkers in the right direction then bonkers is awesome which is why it works so well in 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 um 30 rock 30 rock because it was basically like him playing himself just like a crazy person and and tina fey and the showrunners are just like all right let's point tracy in this direction yeah and and, and let it happen like there was times like uh he 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 was a a guest on opie and anthony way back in the early Mm. 2000s a bunch and like he he went to their like charity softball game with, yeah. the, with the station once, and he was just like in his underpants, like <laughs> being like, "Ooh, yo, I want to." Like he said this, they 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 use this line in Thirty Rock, but he's like, "I want to take you behind that shed and make a baby or something like that." <laughs> and he was actually saying this legitimately to people, and like you know, he's been he was in an accident recently, and he's yeah. doing better, and I'm glad. But he is just a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. He, like you know. And I couldn't name a person that's on on the show right now. But I guess that's kind of the point is that most of them do leave uh, relatively quickly these days. It, it is what it feels no, like. It's By not, the time it, you've heard of them, they're doing their own movies and things. Yeah, like well, unless you regularly watch the show. Yeah, if, you, if you're yeah, I mean like the the ones that I've watched recently uh, was when Louis C.K. hosted mm-hmm. and when. Uh, Amy Schumer hosted. I wanted to check because, like, I like it when comics are on, right? Because they have better co- comedic timing, yeah, than, than, than Donald Trump, than might. Donald Trump or Tom Brady or whomever else, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Tom Tom Brady and Donald Trump, they're you know they're buddies. They should they're get not on they're not buddies. <laughs> hey, Brady had the uh, this uh, the the Make America Great Again cap in his locker a couple weeks ago, didn't he? Did he? 
He had something. It was a big thing. Like everyone was mad at Tom Brady. Like of all, you know, all the reasons that they needed to be mad at fucking Patriots. They were like, "Your guy supports fucking Donald Trump." Yeah, you like a lot of people apparently do. And like, I don't know. Like, have you met any of these people? I have not met any of these people in particular. Although I have had conversations. Uh, one with my dad. I think one where my uncle was around. Where they were like. I was talking about how horrible it would be to have Donald Trump as president. And I, I should have known better, but they're like, I don't know. It sounds like he wants to make the country great again. I was like, oh, Jesus. See, we were having a conversation recently, and I'm like, when was the con- the country, like, great? Yeah. Oh, apparently, you know, uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan, of course, and then uh, Didn't, like, and then I George mean, W. Bush. I mean, I don't know if this is getting too personal. You can edit it out if you want. Okay. But, like, didn't your dad used to work for digital? He did work for digital. digital I, think, I think digital's out of business, so I don't Yeah, think. I mean, like, but didn't, like, like, or, like, and there's a lot of people that used to work at, um, what was the, what was it, uh, where the Crosspoint building is now? Uh, Wang. Wang. They used yeah. to work at Wang, and, like... At a certain point in the mid 1980s, yeah. like freaking unemployment went. Yeah. And who was president then? Ronald Wilson Reagan. Oh, and I say his full name because um, I'm getting prepared to teach uh, Angels in America, which is a play by Tony Kushner, uh, if you're not familiar. And um, I was watching a clip from the HBO uh, adaptation of it, and they were talking about. Um, uh, basically, conservative is, uh, conservatism having the the White House locked up until the year two thousand. It takes place in nineteen eighty four. You know about conservatism having the uh, the White House locked up until the year two thousand. Maybe beyond that, and and they're all like thrilled about the way things are. And of course, the other half of the movie or, or play is showing how terrible things are for people who are not uh, rich and. Uh, so like and in government, yeah. What so, I imagine I mean, is like at, like after the New Deal is when things started getting better for the mm, country. At least the, at least the working class country. That's what you would think. And, and so that's what I consider to be when America was great. Right. But and it was long the, long before I was born. <laughs> here's the thing, and and not to get like so. I the one of the other things I used to teach was um, the the miniseries Roots and its follow up Roots: The Next Generations. Um, was that a joke or nope? No, it's not a joke. It actually was. Was he LeVar, wearing the little visor? <laughs> he was not. No, Lavar Lavar <laughs> Burton is not in Roots: The Next Generations. <laughs> I didn't. I thought that was. I thought you just made a joke. You could have just said. I should have. Although apparently, Levar Burton is one of the executive producers on a remake they're doing of of Roots right oh, now. Okay. Um, at any rate, so there's Roots and there's Roots Next Generations, and I'm trying to make this as short as possible. But one of the things that was really interesting about that series was the way in which um, you'd have these uh, these young black men being very, uh, very liberal, very progressive, very sort of trying to change the world. And then with every single one of them, especially in the Next Generation series, which takes place from the, during Reconstruction up through the, uh, the 70s, um, every time one of them started to get gray and get old, they became super conservative and very much uh, against all of the um, it's like they were just, they were portrayed as being happy with the way things were and that we don't need to push any, uh, any further. And it happened ev- with every character, no matter how progressive they were as a young man, they became a crotchety old man. And so all, you know, yes, while, while our parents may have recognized that Reagan wasn't great when they were actually living under Reagan, 
now they have a certain nostalgia for the way things were under like and or, or they they just don't want things to progress because progression means they're getting that much closer to dead and, and they so don't want they're going to be obsolete <laughs> they're going to be obsolete i mean my dad's turning 60 this week so um you know it's it's not a surprise to me that he's sort of become a little bit more um a little bit more conservative well, my in his, parents in his were always conservative well my dad was always he was probably always conservative but but yeah, I mean, like I actually did a did a heel turn because I kind of was like when I was younger, I kind of mm. like was like, oh, what my dad's saying, yeah, is, yeah, it makes sense. And then I went off to college, and then I was Same like, here. yeah, I don't know, like I'm like I need to make some more informed decisions, and then mm. I eventually uh, ended not 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 liberal heart, but right, like but, I'm but somewhere I'm in left, the middle. I'm left of center. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Who knows where Tom Brady is, right? Um, you know, he's suppose probably in Foxborough right He's now. probably in Foxborough in about seven minutes. He's yeah. going to start playing football. Um, but Steve, you know, we got some email. Did I do we, my we email asked, first because you just brought it up? We, we do. Well, yeah, you can do yours. I mean, if we want to do it chronologically, like I've got one, you've got one in the middle, and then, then we got one, one thing at the end. But, but let's have you go first. Okay, so... We, we have been doing a bit called How Did the Patriots Cheat This Week? Yes. Now, um, I, I think the the world... I don't know what, what it is about the Patriots that's really bugging mm, everybody. That they win. Because, like... All right, so I, I, am, I am a Red Sox fan. Yes. And I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of the New York Yankees. Mm. But... You don't see me going through tape and saying, "Oh, the New York Yankees cheated in you know mm. World Series victory number fifteen or <laughs> seventeen or whatever else." Yeah, like we, I'm not. We say- don't hate the Yankees because they cheat. We hate them because we think they're assholes and because they win. No, but well, we- no, we the, we hate them because they win and because they're better. And you know, <laughs> you hate people that are better. I understand that. I understand that. But go, to go and say that this team that wins a lot is cheating constantly. Right. Is just and I'm like you just you are freaking grasping at straws. I'm yeah. sorry, they're not like every like either everybody's doing it or nobody's doing it. And, yeah, and basically the things that the Patriots have been accused of, I'm sure at least fifty percent of every other NFL team has done. Oh sure, yeah, either overinflated, underinflated balls mm. or. Um, videotaped some uh, other tried to get some videotape of other teams practice to try yeah, to get right. a little bit of a slight edge like ev- I think every team has done this mm-hmm. and it's just because like the Patriots are under the microscope yeah. because like you know a majority of the, the Yan- Yankees victories mm. in the World Series were uh, prior to the year 2000 they've yes. won one since the year mm-hmm. 2000 and um so there, there hasn't been that scrutiny yeah. because of twenty-four hour cable right, sports right. news, mm-hmm. and so with like ESPN having what eight, like I think they they joked about it on, yeah. uh, on that dodgeball movie with being like they ESPN like... eight the Ocho, <laughs> but I think there may be eight ESPNs be. at this point. Yeah, um, and there's just Fox Sports Net. There's like a bunch of just there's cable. Ton, and then people, sports. there's sports, like the only talk stations on the radio that still exist are sports talk mm-hmm. because, or sports or like conservative. Sports, yeah. Sports with occasional conservative radio. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, 
that's that's ba- I, and that, that always baffled me that like radio <laughs> guys, especially guys that were working in one market, yeah. were would be conservative because they don't make a fucking lot of money. <laughs> no, <laughs> then they're basically getting fucked but over. They, but they they're ima- getting fucked over by the giant corporation, either be CBS or Clear Channel. But they imagine that it's the it's the it's the liberal media and the um and and liberal policies giving all the money away to uh to all the other folks who aren't them. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where I was going, but yeah, enough with this fucking. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna play up the bit because it's fun, right? But then, like this story, came this up. story came out, and this uh, like yeah. this past week, and of course, like I think the moment it hit, like we got several hits on our Twitter yeah. and several hits like on the email. Yes, I'm like people haven't been emailing in a while, but they 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 heard this and they're like, we didn't tell them about it. I'm like, yes, I had already seen it. I already yeah. seen it on like Yahoo News or whatever, and I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, we're gonna get emails yeah, about with, this. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, all right, so uh, Matt, uh, one of our good friends and uh, friends of the show and uh, not not so frequent emailer anymore, (laughs) because no one's a frequent emailer anymore, Uh, uh, basically sent us an email that said, how the Patriots cheat this week, and this is the attached article. Uh, the NFL is so paranoid about the Patriots, people are questioning their coin flip wins. (laughs) Bill Belichick... Uh, has gained telekinetic powers and is using those powers to influence coin flips. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it seems like. The Patriots have become so good this year, and the rest of the NFL uh, and its fans are so concerned that they're cheating that they are now they now have reports coming out questioning if the Patriots are winning coin flips too much. <laughs> And then it says, seriously? <laughs> seriously, he's a mutant. Uh, or an inhuman if he's in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic a Universe. A CBS Sports post with the headline, Patriots have no need for probability when coin flip at impossible clip ran this week, noting that the Patriots have won the coin toss. I managed to say that correctly because I wanted to say toin toss. <laughs> toin toss. Uh, 19 of the last 25 times. The writer points out this is a probability of 0073 uh, or less than three quarters of 1%. Ooh. If you're asking here why the headline says the Patriots are winning the coin flip and an impossible clip, well, it's quite nearly or it's quite clearly possible and literally spelled out as merely improbable in the post. Well, that's a good question to ask. Uh, anyway, Bill Belichick is a monster who, who somehow has figured out how to control coins with his evil brain waves and using that to win coin flips and defer uh, on the initial kickoff. He's a boogeyman. He's a ghost. He's a monster. He comes in, changes the coins trajectory in midair. And like that, he's gone. Hmm. Well, you know, Steve, if the Washington Redskins lose today, they have a form to file out, and they believe it's the coin toss. Uh, I think they got they got something here. No, but like, hold on. Like, okay. Before you get into this, all right. Like, how exactly? Like, you know, this this one's like saying he's like a <laughs> he's weird, got telekinetic powers. Yeah. Like, but like, how exactly would the Patriots cheat at the coin toss? Are they are they? Like, I do a little. Well, I mean, I don't think the range on most people's telekinetic powers is far enough. I don't. Bel- Belichick's not out he's there. He's not it's a got, fucking. It's got to be. It's got to be one of the one of the captains. I mean, it's got to be one of the captains that's out there that has the powers. No, but like, n- not that. No, I, <laughs> seriously, for a second, <laughs> all right, Chris. All right, sorry. Like, you tell me exactly the X Men aren't serious. They, they are serious. Okay. Seriously. All right. We were going to fictional get it, characters. We were going to get into it. 
They are serious fictional characters okay. that are not real people. Sorry, people that have uh, boners for Jean Grey. <laughs> I think that like what would they what would they have actually done? Would done a little sleight of hand, like you know, switch the coins with the ref. The ref is the one who flips the freaking coin. Yeah. Unless they paid off the ref, mm-hmm. which is a Maybe bigger force, problem. Steve. Maybe it's not that they're X Men. They they know the force. Or, or I mean, you f- remember Qui Gon Jinn like waves his hand and the du- yeah. Qui Gon Jinn, stop it. <laughs> okay. The like, what do they have? Like an elect- powerful electromagnet in their belt uh, that makes the jock strap. I think. Oh yeah, just right next to the nuts. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't that make them sterile? Some of them should be sterilized, probably. You know, like that that Hardy guy who beats his uh, beats his women. And, Is he on the pa- Patriots? No, he's not. He's oh. not. He's on another team, which means he gets away with beating women. No, well, not necessarily. Well, the thing is, like, the, the like right before Deflate Gate. Mm. Enough with Gate, please, everyone. Again, <laughs> coin flip Gate. Oh no! If they do it, I will swear <laughs> I will break the internet by tearing every tube and wire from every computer that exists. <laughs> gonna rip out all the. I will uh, literally break the, the internet. Steve's gonna gonna t- tear out the Ethernet, rip up the coax. Yes, I'm going to like start shooting at the sky where the cloud is. <laughs> the cloud. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they would possibly be manipulating these things, but I do know that there is. How a, about this? They might be just lucky. They might just be lucky. But in the case that they aren't, the National Football League has issued a post-loss complaint form. Not really, but uh, but this is hilarious. So instruction: this form is intended to streamline the process of complaints and grievances following a loss to the New England Patriots. Please fill out and submit this form to the league office no later than forty-eight hours after a loss to the Patriots. Jim, Jim Irsay was the one who uh, authored this form, probably. <laughs> the NFL promises all investigations will be assigned to an independent NFL-employed attorney and complete. <laughs> Independent, independent NFL yeah, employee well, yeah, attorney laugh and the completed joke you're reading it. within a few days. Um, so then the form goes on to, uh, you know, do what forms do. So we've got uh, insert date, city name, team name, uh, you know, um, the team names lost to the Patriots can be attributed wholly and solely to the falling unsportsmanlike and unfair practices by the New England Patriots. There are 10 of them. I don't know if we have time to read all of them. Would you like to pick a number from 1 to 10? No, just read them all like, like all right. a David Letterman top 10 list. Uh, in reverse then? Or, or am I going... Just do it 1 to, one to all 10. All right, number 1. Uh, unfair following of the rules. List the rules that were followed unfairly. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no. Do it like Letterman. <laughs> Maybe you should do this. No, um, uh, hey, hey, uh, no, uh, except <laughs> that was no, terrible. Don't do it like Letterman. Just read uh, excess, number two, excessive use of the forward pass. List the number of completions. Uh, number three, failure to notify defense of an uncovered running back slash tight end slash receiver. Circle all that apply. Number four, illegal sideline exhalation during field goal or extra point attempts. List number of field goals and or extra points missed during uh, due to sideline breathing. Number five, unfair application of the ideal gas law or other laws of physics. Please list the specific natural laws the Patriots may have unfairly benefited from. Number six, use uh, use of Belichick's psychic powers or mind reading to hack or infiltrate any of the following. Circle all that apply. Team huddles, practices, walkthroughs, airplanes, hotels, locker rooms, restrooms, outhouses, server rooms, offices, personal homes or vehicles, safety deposit boxes, vaults, banks, other institutions. Please explain. 
Number seven, overgronking. Number eight, general awareness. I, I did an eye roll on the overgronking. <laughs> Number nine, use of a snowplow. Check if you are aware of snowplow used by the Patriots in the past 35 years. Number 10, Spygate, checked by default. And in fact, it is checked by default. So Spygate is, is checked for you, Jim Ursay, so you don't even have to do it yourself. We have one more email. We have one more email. Well, the Patriots nothing probably to do with. I the really Patriots. hope that they lose the coin toss today. I guess like, <laughs> well, it's the 104. Game? They've either lost it or not yeah, at this point. So let's let's hope that they lost it just to make the records like slightly more less in our favor. Except that then they will have cheated by not doing it this week just to show that they don't cheat. But they probably will. He'll probably use his mind control powers and get the person to do. That won the coin toss to do exactly. He'll bring in Doctor Strange to wipe out everyone's memories of the fact that they won the coin toss and that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Oh. An actual thing that happened in the comic books. (laughs) Thanks, Doctor Strange. Uh, This email, which has nothing to do with the Patriots, has a subject time. Subject time? Subject time. How much of that have you had? I've had almost all of it. Good. Um, Subject line of Billy Corgan. And it comes to us from our friend Brian. Finally. Hey, guys. Sorry I haven't written in a while. I was actually in the process of acquiring a new job, as opposed to fake acquiring a new job to make fun of Leo. I like that he, he just... I like how he uses his emails to just bust Leo's jobs. <laughs> and I want Leo to write it like, and I like, I like the little the, war that the, they occasionally yeah, have. Little exchange. So maybe happen. this will prompt Leo to email us maybe. again. Uh, and that took all my time and energy. So I do have strong feelings about Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. And those are mostly feelings of hate. In middle school, the Pumpkins were my favorite band, and I even got to see them in Portland, Maine during the fall of my eighth grade year. Speaking of which, I have a pumpkin right over there. Are we going to smash it? No. It's a cool... It's We had it since before Becky left, and it's it's still intact. It's still doing intact. pretty good. Don't let Billy Corgan near it. It was my first big-time concert. Flash forward 18 years and a lot of growing up, and I mostly now hate Billy Corgan and think the majority of the Smashing Pumpkins catalog is garbage. Even though my junior high self would barf as I make this statement, the Pumpkins can really be listened to in terms of singles. I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine about the Pumpkins catalog. Keep in mind as I write this that I hadn't listened to them in maybe five or, sorry, eight to ten years, in which I posited that Siamese Dream was their tightest album in terms of construction and coherence. It was toy, yo. Then I listened to the album, and by listen to the album, I mean suffered through about half of each song and turned it off halfway through. That album is a mess. It has three or four tolerable songs with a lot of filler garbage in between. I can't imagine trying to slog through double album like Melancholy. I did. It was horrible. Be glad that you didn't. Uh, I mean, 30 Smashing Pumpkins songs is cruel and unusual punishment. So, the reason I've grown to hate the Pumpkins, beyond the fact that I don't think their music has held up over the years, is Billy Corgan himself. Beyond his actions these days, I'm specifically referring to his eight-hour ambient music piece uh, inspired by Herman Hesse's Siddhartha, or the eight-minute kazoo rap song, or not playing any of your hits at your concerts and then yelling at the audience for wanting to hear your hits. I have to pause there to say anything inspired by Herman Hesse is absolute crap so, so basically to, to interrupt for a second like i've gone to see bands like you know mm. there's 
like more re- like you know I went to the Dead Milkman show right. and they played a couple of new songs that I wasn't quite aware of. Yeah, and I was just like, this is fine. But then they go and play like right after that they'll mm-hmm. play a song that everybody knows and likes, and they're yeah. just like, oh, we're back into it, you know. And there might be a lot of people that like that new song, right. but like the the chance of you know people that you know stumbled upon the fact that they were playing mm. um would probably be more likely to know their older stuff right and of course it's it's their if they're a band that is touring behind an album it's their job to play some of the songs from the new album to get you to go out and buy the new album be like what was that song that sounded pretty cool right. or whatever let's get the new album but yeah. their job is not to you know their job is also not to alienate you in the process and yes. ju- you know like just play the new stuff and and uh say the hell with you for liking anything we did before right now i mean that was part of what made and my dad and i still talk about this to this day it's part of what made the david bowie nine inch nails concert that we went to so terrible was that bowie aside from the fact that that pairing is just odd um the bowie played none of his hits with the exception of the man who sold the world which was popular at the time because nirvana had covered it and that was pretty much it. Um, he had he played nothing else uh, that anybody recognized. And if he did play something, it was in a weird "I'm trying to be Nine Inch Nails" or Marilyn Manson uh, kind of arrangement. All right, back to the email. Um, uh, if you look at him in retrospect, this is Corgan. He's an insufferable twit who wants to be the mega rock star of the world, but who has been jealous of Kurt Cobain for the past twenty odd years. In the early days of grunge, he complained that his music wasn't as appreciated as much as it should be. He threatened to leave Lollapalooza if Pavement was on the tour because Stephen Malkmus uh, mentioned that the, mentioned the Pumpkins in a song of his. He broke up the Smashing Pumpkins, which he was the sole lyricist and musician of, to follow a less than successful solo career, only to quote reform unquote the Pumpkins by taking out a full-page ad in a Chicago newspaper saying that he wanted his band back. Then, when the band was reformed, he didn't include anyone but the drummer. What I'm trying to t- trying to say is that Billy Corgan is the worst. This all ties back to a few weeks ago when Chris was a grumpy old man complaining about how people don't listen to albums anymore. Uh, have you listened to albums from the '90s? Yes, I have. And I, I, you know, I gotta pause here for a second. I didn't remember where this paragraph was. If this was in this email, I'm glad that it was in this email because for a second I was like, oh, where's that paragraph about '90s albums sucking? Um, because it's true. Well, I, I, I want to. There, there was uh, something that uh, I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast mm. this past weekend. He uh, he was talking about performing at a at a benefit concert thing, and they had him they had him do some stand up, and there was also a bunch of musicians. So you know, yeah, he he, he didn't do poorly, which is you know good on him because right, right. like performing stand up before a music show is Yeesh. fucking yeah, I can't even imagine. I've done it. Oh, really? Like, I, well, like, because I've done music open mics. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. And mm-hmm. said, th- th- them like, can I do? All, can I also do comedy? And I didn't realize, you know, because I was early doing it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I didn't realize that this was the worst possible fucking audience you could have. Mm-hmm. Is people expecting to hear music and then having to sit and just quietly listen to you? Yep. I mean, try it, to be funny. Yeah, it's the same thing as people going to a Pumpkins concert and expecting to hear Disarm uh, and and mayonnaise and getting nothing but whatever schlock Billy is putting out under that label. No, but like uh, one of the guys that was there at the benefit was Mark McGrath. Oh, okay. Who, who uh, Smash Mouth? No, no, not no, Smash it Mouth. It was um, uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray, yes. Yeah. 
Uh, he, I mean, he he has a new career in hosting shows yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, he, <laughs> he he was on stage like saying whatever. Yeah. And he did this really funny thing. Where he was like, he's like, what was that you said, sir? And like to no one in particular. <laughs> and he's like, aren't you that guy that had that hit in 1997? <laughs> That is right. You know what? I'll play it for you right now. And then he did <laughs> I Want to Fly or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he, like that sort of tongue-in-cheek thing. Right. Like, you know, I mean, he may have been a one-hit wonder, and he's aware of that. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, that... And he, al- but he has a sense of humor about yes, it. Yes, and he has a sense of humor about it. Like, yeah. so that, like, as much as I don't want to listen to Sugar Ray, like, ever, <laughs> right. I, I like that he did you that. Like that. And I that, like, yeah. you know, like, uh, and, you know, if I was at that concert, I wouldn't have been, like, upset about it. And yeah. I wouldn't have been like, well, I'm going to the bathroom. We're getting a beer now. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, back to Brian's email. This all ties back to a few weeks ago when Chris was a grumpy was a grumpy old man complaining about how people don't listen to albums anymore. Have you listened to the albums of, from the 90s? Most big hit albums are a few singles with a bunch of junk filler, especially albums from the 90s. Uh, hashtag not all 90s albums. Seriously, try and listen to any alternative album from the 90s and see how far you get through it. There are some exceptions, but for the most part, singles are and have always been the music business. Uh, anyway, keep up the good work. I would generally agree with that. I, I like that he did include the hashtag not all 90s albums because I, as a Nine Inch Nails fan, would argue that the Downward Spiral is is a good album. Although even as a Nine Inch Nails fan, I can say there are some tracks on there that I'm like, eh. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, I, like, I'm a Uber Ween fan and like most yeah. of their albums, like, well, except for their last album. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I really like all these albums, and right. there's, but but there's always one song on on either yeah. of any of the albums that I'm just kind of like, either I don't like it enough to listen to it more than the amount mm-hmm. of times I've already listened to it, or I really don't, I like I despise it. Yeah, like they're like Pure Guava is is my favorite Ween album, mm-hmm. and it also has my least favorite Ween song on it. Yeah, so like I didn't even bother downloading it onto iTunes when I uploaded the album or upload. I didn't bother uploading right. that particular song. That, that onto, particular uh, song. Just so I didn't even want to have it accidentally yeah. played. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's um, morning glory. If you're wondering, <laughs> Brian makes a very good point, which is that, that the, the idea of the album has kind of been romanticized over the years, especially by people being grumpy old men. Uh, the thing as is, I like, was back, back, you know, like people that are grumpier and older men than mm. we are yeah. actually had the benefit of, of albums that you could sure. listen to from start to finish that were really great. Yeah, yeah, and but but they are, in all honesty, they are the exception rather than the rule. Because even even those albums, even the, even if they might have come out with with greater frequency, there were still a lot of of albums from the '60s, from the '70s that were not great. I mean, Rumors is a fantastic Fleetwood Mac album. Eh, hey, I don't like Fleetwood Mac. If you don't like Fleetwood Mac, you're not going to like it. But Rumors is a fantastic album if you like Fleetwood Mac, but there's still a couple of songs especially near the end that are crap. But like, you know, like as far but like things like uh like Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. I don't think there's a there's a lemon on that album. No, I don't think so. I I, I mean there are some of them on there that I don't like as much as others, but if I'm gonna listen to But yeah, to if Appetite, you're gonna like I'll have that album on, you're not gonna be like, uh, I don't know if I want yeah. to listen to Mr. Brownstone. There was a um Joe Hill, I don't I don't want to link all of these damn tweets. I should just link his uh his Twitter. Sure. He was he was going off we talked about Joe Hill last week too. Um I guess I like Joe Hill. Uh he was going off about who were the quintessential bands of various decades and he was having a uh, a debate about that um, and who was the quintessential band of the 
uh, of the '80s, rock band of the '80s. Yeah, but um, GNR, right? Uh, he was he was less sold on that because it was only one album, and then they then they're they, you know they had '87, which was Appetite for Destruction, and then the Usual Illusion didn't come out until the '90s. Yeah. Um, I think what he he was trying to make the case that there wasn't a quintessential rock band of the '80s, and I think people finally brought him around to saying that U2 was the quintessential rock band of the '80s. That's another band I don't really like. Yeah, um, and he went back and forth about quintessential bands of the '90s and and uh, how most people think it's Nirvana, but uh, he thinks it's Oasis. At which point I wanted to punch him, um, but they're bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> You can find the show notes for this episode at clarkwoods.com slash hot slash 67. Oh, yeah. Um, and like for, for our bit, like they didn't cheat at the coin toss. Um, they, they, <laughs> we're going uh, to throw the bit in here anyway. They, uh, what they did this week was not have a, a team name that was racially insensitive. <laughs> the Patriots is racially insensitive to all of the British uh, people who have come over since we whooped the uh, the Brits' ass in 1776. Language. What, what is, whatever the show notes or whatever. whatever show notes the for the episode are clarkwoods.com slash hot slash 67. If you want to send us email like a lot of fine folks did this week, you can send it to hot at clarkwoods.com. And of course, if you want to send us tweets, which also happened this week, uh, I don't know if I mentioned that uh, that that Becky was the one to send us the uh, the post loss complaint form. Well, it's good that you did. You you. Uh, I gotta give shoehorn that. I gotta give credit end. where credit is due. So when she comes home, she she could be like, "Oh, you guys appreciate me." Yes. Um, if you want to tweet at us, you can tweet me at ECC1977. And you can tweet me at Tuesday is loser. That's Tuesday. I-S, loser. One word, all one word. All one word. Just together. jam it on in there like your dick into a baseball. <laughs> uh, and, and if you hadn't groaned right there, I suppose I could have just. You could have ended I the show, but I could just, have just ended the show. So now we search for a couple of seconds to find some way to end it. Um, you say something funny. All right. Um, I'm going to shit in my hand and throw it at your face. <laughs>